What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. It's time now for 10 Minutes with Tom. Tom Austin of Austin Tax and Financial, tax preparation, uh, retirement strategies, uh, planning, and a whole lot more. Tom, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. Hey, John, that's a great uh, weather forecast you just threw out there. Oh, my gosh, yeah, beautiful. Yeah, we'll start with that. It's going to be a great day. Absolutely, yeah. We had we did have some frost earlier this week, which I which I was not really pleased about. But hey, that's okay. We're we're not at winter yet, so what? Yeah, sunny is, is a good day in uh, in October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Tom, tell me, uh, you got some tidbits that you want to share? I love that you you do this every once in a while. Uh, tidbits, whether it be history or some things you found in the news that that uh, really are interesting and, and kind of relate to what people have been paying attention to, especially when it relates to their finances and retirement and all those things. So what are some of the tidbits you have for us, Tom? Well, you know, there's a lot of uh, concern and, and talk uh, about a number of things right now going on in the economy. And, and one of those is that affects so many of us is the stock market. Uh, interesting uh, fact is that we, uh, the top 10% of Americans have lost over $8 trillion in stock market wealth this year. The top 1% has lost over $5 trillion, And the bottom 50% have lost $70 billion. Wow. So, the, you know, the tends to be more heavily weighted on the, on the wealthy, but the stock market and the volatility affects everyone, especially those that, you know, have money in their 401ks and, are saving for retirement. So, so it's obviously affecting everybody and yeah. it's on people's time. Um, another in, uh, index, which is a commodity index, it's a Bloomberg commodity index. Mm-hmm. This tracks 20, 20 commodity futures, which include the energy sector, precious metals, livestock. So it affects a lot of different things. Since June, uh, that index is down 19% since June. So it gives you an idea of just what's going on in the commodities market as well. Wow. Interest rates. You know, everybody is, is you know, we all know how uh, hot the housing market has been. And we see what's happening with interest rates, which is starting to affect a lot of different things. I don't know, Johnny, if you remember back in 1980. When were you born, Johnny? 87. 87. So okay. you would have been seven years old in 1980. But... Uh, back in 1980, the Fed chairman was named guy named Paul Volcker. And that was the last time that we had, and I think it may be the only time in our history that we had extremely high interest rates. The Fed fund rate was 18.8%. And you compare that today at three and a quarter, mm-hmm. and the Fed fund rate has been raised uh, from almost zero to that three and a quarter. So you imagine what it was like in, in 1980. And the Fed fund rate is 18.8%. And that the Fed fund rate is, is, is the rate at which commercial banks lend money to each other. So sure. it, that rate affects the interest rates that are passed on to us. But the prime rate is what's more notable mm-hmm. uh, for, for, for the average person is the what most equity lines of credit are tied to. Okay. You know, six months ago, six months ago, that was three and a quarter. Now it's six and a quarter. Uh, so the prime rate is typically about 3% higher than the fund, Fed fund rate. So, But from uh, March 26 
to April 20th, which was literally a month mm -hmm. uh, back in 1980, that Fed fund rate fell, uh, it fell 18%, or I'm sorry, 10%, um, to only 8%, 8%, 8.5%. Wow. And then 1981, January of 1981, Ronald Reagan came into the, to office and, and the rate bumped back up to over 19%. And over the next two years, it dropped uh, back uh, 10 points to 8.5%. And as most people, if you remember back in those days, those are old enough, we had a very good economy under uh, under Ronald Reagan. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of an interesting tidbit of what's going on with interest rates and what was in the past and what we see as kind of normal as we've had such a low interest rate environment for the last 10 years as we start to creep up a little bit. Um, another little tidbit is the uh, the world GDP, which is a gross domestic product, mm -hmm. was $88 trillion in two 2021, 19, uh, or I'm sorry, 2022 is projected to go 104 trillion. So we see the GDP is, is in, increasing uh, each and every year. Um, we've all talked a little bit about, remember the great resignation, the conversations we had regarding that with right. COVID and, and people leaving their jobs. And, and we see, still, still see that today where mm -hmm. we still see you know, uh, quite a few job openings. Um, but that great re resignation is starting to seep into the corner office with 70%, 70% of C-level executives. C-level executives are, they're high-ranking or senior executives of companies. But they, uh, in a poll that they did, they're seriously looking at resigning for a job that better supports their well-being. Mm -hmm. So interesting thought concept there and 57 percent of employees surveyed said they were fed up enough to quit their jobs as well so we see that trend i think continuing as far as um you know what they call the great resignation right yeah you've certainly seen a a, <clears throat> a shift a paradigm shift sort of as far as you know jobs that are available and and people really thinking about their overall well-being even more so but uh yeah that there's almost less risk of that leaving their job and because there's a good chance a lot of these people are, are going to be able to find something else and so yeah I, I'm, I've even seen people that have been working somewhere for a very long time like you said those sea level type people that have been around for a while and have a pretty uh, important job in within the business and they're moving on so it's a, a very interesting time when it comes to the job market it, it really is and I, I think it's interesting how if you talk to i even look at well you've talked to even some of my friends and and colleagues and certainly my myself and my family when you look at you know what with what's happened in the last couple of years with COVID, it, it mm -hmm. just i don't think it cannot affect people in some regards on how we were living our lives and sure. kind of rethink you know what the future may look like. And I think that is definitely reflected now in the job market and, and as people reevaluate, you know, where they want to go and what they want to do, you know, over the next so many years as they uh, look at their, their life's work. Um, Absolutely. A couple more, couple more, Johnny. Um, All right. One for something that we talked quite a bit on the show is the social security, mm -hmm. which talked a lot about, you know, when and to take social security tax on social security, a lot of different things. But there was a recent poll that was done and some question, a questionnaire that was given to people that were either recently receiving Social Security or they're you know close to that time frame of uh, accessing their benefits. And what they, the poll found is, is that 
many people needed to brush up on some of the program's rules. And, and this kind of, um, you know, really reflects, you know, what we do mm-hmm. in helping people evaluate their Social Security benefits and, and that there really are a lot of options that can be very confusing. But they found that almost two-thirds of the, the people that they gave the questionnaire people uh, either failed or got a D grade in, uh, in the, the questions that were asked, 65%. Oh, my. Eight, yeah, 18% were earned what they would consider a C grade, and 12% got a B grade, 6% earned an A grade, and 1% of the respondents got a perfect score. So that tells us that, you know, that uh, the, the majority of people are lacking in their understanding and knowledge of uh, Social Security and the benefits that are available to them they've been paying into for so many right. years. And that certainly is something that we can help people walk through. Absolutely. Yeah, that's definitely important to know all that stuff. Yeah, we have we have some special software that we can use that helps, uh, you know, you know, evaluate each person's situation. One more, Johnny, and, okay. and then we'll we'll. Uh, We'll let you get you move on with your day, but <laughs> there was a there was a review that was done of of twenty two different studies. Okay, this pertains to the longevity uh, at the point of retirement for folks. So when people retire, uh, for the for people that consider themselves to be in poor health or to be in in very good health, and this was uh, uh, again twenty two studies were done on this. And what they found is that the difference in life expectancy was was five years. So for somebody that said that they were in poor health compared to somebody that said they felt they were in excellent health, the longevity was uh, only five years, which is kind of interesting. Maybe the perception of what they call excellent health really Mm -hmm. isn't as good as we think, but I found that to be interesting. So that's about all I have for you today, Johnny. Well, caring about your uh, your not only your physical and mental health is really important, but like you also mentioned about that that knowledge of of things like Social Security and and all those different strategies and things that re- pertain to your retirement uh, is really important stuff. And so we want people to be educated so that maybe if they're given that survey, they get at least a a B or an A. And I think uh, you'd you'd probably be the great person to help educate them and also have those great conversations with them, Tom. Uh, how might the folks that are uh, thinking about you know retirement planning and strategies and all that stuff, how can they get a hold of you and talk about some of this stuff? Well, they can certainly give us a call at 269-429-1585. We're located at 715 Columbia Avenue in St. Joe. We're right behind the Niles Credit Union on Niles Avenue. Um, or the Honor Credit Union, I'm sorry, on yeah. Niles Avenue. And uh, you can also visit us, visit us on the web at austinfinancial.us. That's Tom Austin. He's an investment advisor representative with Capital Asset Advisory Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Opinions expressed on the program do not necessarily reflect those of Capital Asset Advisory Services, LLC. Topics discussed and opinions given are not intended to, to address the specific needs of any listener. Listeners always encouraged to discuss their specific needs with the appropriate professional. We certainly hope that that professional is Tom Austin. Tom Always good to talk to you. Oh, and uh, thanks for spending some time with me this morning. Have a great day, John.